Welcome to a special episode of the Abbott Speaks podcast. I am your host, Michael Abbott Jr. Today we celebrate episode number 20, and what better way to celebrate than by airing the first midweek program of this young show. As part of the festivities, let's have a board meeting. Okay, okay, that's probably not necessary, but I do have some news I'm quite eager to share with you. If you have a really good memory for obscure information, you may recall that I reported the show featured a 41% monthly growth rate in August. Well, the September numbers are now in, and I'm excited to report that the Abbott Speaks podcast achieved a 35% monthly growth rate in September. Every thought portfolio needs a small cap, high growth investment. And with a show that is less than six months old, there is plenty of time to get in on the ground floor. No ads, no filler content. As one of my listeners wrote on an Apple iTunes review, he has found that, quote, the content value per minute for these podcasts is double that of radio commentators, end quote. With each podcast ranging from only 10 to 15 minutes and a host whose face is made for radio, this program has a solid foundation for growth, and the numbers suggest the content is really beginning to resonate. So again, let me publicly announce what a privilege and honor it is to speak directly with you, and I thank you for tuning into the program. I'm so excited about today's show that, again, I could not wait until the weekend. Today, I'm going to use a very relatable analogy to explain the maturity level of modern American culture and explain why it is unreasonable to expect that we could ever function beyond this level. The inspiration for today's podcast is brought to you in part by The Emotional Hypothesis, Modern Science's Substitute for Empirical Research, and by Progressivism. Trust us, we're not a religion. And of course, the loyal interest of dedicated listeners like you. I've entitled today's program, America, One Big Dysfunctional High School. Your 10-minute road to wisdom begins right now. Did you hear what Tommy said about Donald? I thought they were BFFs. Can you believe Melania got off the plane wearing those shoes? Wouldn't it be cool if we could add a lobster emoji onto Apple? My parents tell me that I should stand for the national anthem, but the cool kids are all taking a knee. I want to take a knee, but I don't know if I should. You know what? I'm going to do it. Plus, if I take a knee, I'll prove I really can stand for what I believe is important. Uh, There's nothing quite like the logic of a ninth grader. I don't know about you, but I don't miss high school at all. From the rumor mill to social cliques to trivial student government initiatives, the whole experience was bathed in utter lunacy. Remember how every trendy concern seemed like the most important issue in the history of the world back in high school? Then you left school for like an hour and completely forgot what you're even fighting for. You know, kind of like the Confederate statues that nobody seems to care about anymore. But then you went to school the next day and your class president was pontificating about the need for breadsticks in the cafeteria the day after a classmate was beaten up in the bathroom. Thank heavens we're out of high school. It would be horrible to have a United States senator like Angus King in Maine in the midst of a campaign to free the lobster emoji on smartphone keyboards everywhere just days after a Sudanese terrorist shot up a Christian church in Tennessee. In high school, of course, only the most attractive students were worthy of holding an opinion. As a concession to the student body, however, the beautiful opened up these doors to one or two people best able to make them laugh. The resulting clique held the exclusive privilege of relaying the morning announcements straight into your homeroom. 
even though these adolescents measured their self-worth entirely by what people thought of them, we could always trust they held our best interests at heart. What a blessing those days are behind us. Could you imagine if a comedian had the power of personally swaying nearly one-fifth of the national economy with an impassioned monologue? Could you imagine if we drew inspiration from beautiful actors who said things like, if you do not believe in climate change, science, or empirical truth, you should not be allowed to hold public office? In case you missed those two stories, I'm of course talking about Jimmy Kimmel and Leonardo DiCaprio. In high school, we couldn't help from staring at that girl who would say or do anything to get attention. After all, our brains were still in process of development. Now that we have grown up, we would never give a substantial corporate-funded platform to a woman who wants to trade our democratically elected president for the North Korean dictator. Someone like Chelsea Handler wouldn't make it outside of high school. Thankfully for her, she doesn't have to. Our country has become one giant dysfunctional high school. In high school, popularity is the going currency. Social status has everything to do with image, an attribute that is primarily achieved through humor, beauty, and conformity. Students who aren't popular are generally worthless. Now, what about American culture, actual American culture? Today, social status has everything to do with likes, clicks, and shares. Three accomplishments that are increasingly attained through humor, beauty, conformity, and of course, clickbait. If you're not beautiful, if you're not a celebrity, if you don't have a massive social media following, I hate to break the news to you, but you don't have an opinion in our culture. You are as worthless as that pimply nerd in high school. In a traditional high school, general protocol features the public shaming, scorning, and rebuking of the responsible at the hands of the popular. In the high school that is American culture, hardworking Americans are deplorable, stupid, lazy, and soft. These are actual labels that were given to us by our political leaders. Just like high school, every day we show up to school, we had better expect to be bullied for holding a dissenting opinion. You know, it's time to stop giving platforms to people who have all of the intellectual stamina of a foolish teenager. We are outsourcing our viewpoints to a community solely interested in the expansion of their own popularity. Haven't we already graduated high school? Why insist on going back? Here's a general rule of thumb. Whenever a celebrity takes a public stance on a social issue, that's a pretty good indicator of where not to stand. These are the same people who play make-believe for a living. They spend days memorizing phrases until they can recite them credibly before a camera in less than 20 takes. How contaminated has American culture become? Well, these are the thought leaders of our day, and we're submitting to their authority like abused dogs. The longer we continue to digest their senseless perspectives, the longer we remain in this perpetual state of mental adolescence. Over the last couple of weeks, I chose to follow mainstream media outlets on both sides of the political aisle, local news stations from multiple different cities, and a handful of key celebrities. You know what was on my Facebook feed during that time? It was the exact same copy and pasted news story, with each party trying to do their best to entice clicks through a short two-sentence quip. And what was the story? Well, let me first share a couple of options of what it could have been. We have a national debt over $20 trillion. We have a culture that murders infants in their mother's womb. 
We refuse to provide health care for veterans. We give employment preference to foreigners over our own citizens. Social security is the greatest form of generational theft in world history. We demonize the police officers who dedicate their lives to protecting us. Depending on who you believe, we recently gave between 50 and $150 billion in taxpayer funds to the Islamic Republic of Iran. A national political party is seeking to eliminate the ability of law-abiding citizens from defending themselves in life-threatening situations. I could go on, but this is a 10-minute podcast. It probably comes as no surprise that the story had nothing to do with any of these issues. So what have every single one of these news outlets been pushing over the last week and a half? What have the popular people been telling us we need to pay attention to? Multi-millionaire athletes fighting over how to behave during a song. You know, in retrospect, high school's probably a bit generous. If this recent account is truly reflective of our culture, America has all of the intellectual maturity of a 12-year-old. We're actually regressing, and fast. This is why accounts of what little Tommy Brady said about Donald Trump are front-page news stories. There's a lot of symbolism in the fact that the average American reads at an 8th or ninth grade level. Considering that American culture features all the depth and purpose of a dysfunctional high school, who can honestly say they're surprised? If we lack the resolve to stop paying attention to our social royalty, then who really is to blame for the downfall of American culture? As I conclude the program, I'd like to ask you to share this program with a friend. We have to wake up as a culture. Our demise is not a foregone conclusion, but it will be inevitable if we don't begin living radically different lives. Everyone's talking about physical fitness these days, but part of a radically different life involves starting an academic or mental fitness program. Allow me to submit my application for consideration to jumpstart your mental health kick. I've consolidated two years of research into a nine-chapter book. Pick up a copy on my website at abbotspeaks.com. Like they say, the book is always better than the movie. Well, the book is better than the podcast, so pick up a copy. My podcasts are far from a fine wine, but I am going to recommend a special pairing for this episode. If your car ride has not ended or you still have another 10 minutes, check out the Evolutionary Theory podcast from August 25th. This program stays in the middle school classroom and serves as a great companion piece to this episode. The culture is marching like lemmings, and I want you to join me in trying to wake the masses. Be different. Seek wisdom in everything you do. Thank you for walking alongside me as I bring you the best of what I have to offer. Until next time, I bid you farewell. Be bold with your faith, strong in your convictions, and courageous in the workplace. celebrity takes a public stance on a social issue, that's a pretty good indicator of where not to stand.